0: Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic
2: hits.
0: Cocaine is as prevalent on Cork streets now as it was during the boom times. Now, the boom times, of course, for those who don't remember, the Celtic Tiger between 2000 and 2008, I suppose. This is according to Angarda Shikana. And officers say the Class A drugs, once seen as a drug used only for recreational drug users, is now being used by all sectors of society. A Garda spokesperson said our biggest problem at the moment is cocaine and we're back to boom times with it. Oh, that's disturbing and certainly concerning. He said... It is readily available on the streets as well as on the party scene and during the week of October the 4th to 11th uh, there were nine drug dealing uh, detections in Cork City division. Six were of cannabis while three were related to cocaine. None were related to heroin. The use of cocaine powder in Cork has been increasing in recent years following the end of the recession and in recent months Gardy from Cork North uh, Road's policing unit highlighted that cannabis and cocaine are the most uncommon drugs detected in cases of drug driving. Uh, this was echoed, of course, earlier this month by research conducted by the Road Safety Authority at the Health Research Board and the Medical Bureau of Road Safety. Uh, researchers of drivers who tested positive for drugs on roadside testing for intoxicants uh, revealed that 37% of drivers tested for drugs at the roadside drug use test between April 2017 and July 19 tested positive for cocaine. In June, two men were arrested in Cork City in connection with an incident in which cocaine was used on board a train from Dublin. Uh, and in recent weeks, there have been a number of cocaine is in court concluding an estimated €11,000 worth of drug uh, during a planned search of a house in the Glen on October the 10th. But today I want to talk about the increase in cocaine, not only in Cork, by the way, but nationally. Uh, Some people believe that the new health-based approach to drug use, has been, which is being introduced currently by the government, is not going to solve the issue of drug use. They believe it actually is going to make the situation worse. An allocated 200,000 is to be provided for a phased implementation of a new state health diversion system for possession of illegal drugs. Now, what they're trying to say is that they're not decriminalising it but they kind of are. You know what I mean? They're kind of saying, well, the guard won't prosecute you. He'll tell you to go off to rehab. If you're caught a second time, it's up to him then to use his common sense. Under the new system, people who are caught for the first time by the Guardian Possession Class A drugs for personal use will be referred to a health intervention. In other words, you won't be brought before the courts. You won't be done for it. Those who are caught a second time will be subject to guardy Discretion. So that's up to the guards, Uses kind of common sense if you're caught the second time. For a third or subsequent offence, the person will be arrested and brought before the the judge. So the new system set, which will be set in place by 2020, autumn 2020, is based on the report of the state working group which ruled out decriminalisation of drug possession. But realistically, it is decriminalisation of drug possession. Because if I walk down the road with heroin or cocaine in my pocket, the guard stops me from next year onwards And I have enough just for personal use, a few wraps or whatever you call it for my personal use. Well, then the guard's not going to do me. He's going to tell me, listen, you need to go to rehab, search stuff out there, Paul. Um, And that's the way it'll work. And I'll be given a phone number and directions and what to do. And it's up to me then whether I want to do it or not. Uh, But if he catches me again, it's up to his discretion. So essentially, we are decriminalising Class A drugs just under a kind of fancy name. They call it a health-based approach. Is that really the way we should be moving? Do you think we're too soft in this country in dealing with drug abuse? I mean, realistically, Class A drugs, cocaine and heroin, destroy people's lives. And not just the people who use them, but everybody around them. They destroy lives. And here we are thinking, let's make a new health-based approach to this, so we won't arrest people for it. We won't bring them before a court. We won't teach them a lesson. Does that make any sense? Let me know what you think. Uh, the number is 87 8 That's 87 8 The question is, do you think we're too soft on dealing with drug abuse in this country? We're not talking about cannabis, obviously. We're talking about Class A drugs. Do you think we're too soft? Because obviously there's a big problem in Cork and there's a big problem nationally. Uh, by the way, just a bit of an update there. Apparently there's a, a tourist that's being robbed at gunpoint in broad daylight near the Guinness, uh, the Guinness storehouse. At, uh, somebody has been robbed at gunpoint. If anybody's any information on that, we'd like to hear about it. That's a shocking incident. In broad daylight, somebody puts a gun up to somebody and says, put your hands up, I'm robbing you. What has this country become? Uh, let me go to Anthony. Anthony, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Anthony? Hi, Nile.
3: No, how are things?
0: Somebody's just been robbed. They get a storehouse at gunpoint. Well, I mean, what, what sort of... Well, this is turning to the Wild West, this place. I swear to God. Sorry, Anthony.
3: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just getting... I think I'm living in some parallel universe or
0: something. Mm-hmm.
3: It's One not the minute Ireland minute. I remember.
0: <laughs> well, not the Ireland
3: I remember either.
0: I mean, whatever about, you know, robbing someone down a lane with a bit of a beating. Don't get me wrong, that's all disgustingly wrong too. But to hold a person up at gunpoint, that's like something the mafia are doing. You know, I mean, look, we'll find out more about it, I'm sure, as the day goes on. Honestly, getting back to drugs, uh, you know, obviously you're from Cork. You are, aren't you? Okay, you are yeah. from Cork, yeah. I mean, the Guardian are quite concerned about drug use. They say it's right up to the levels now that it was at, you know, during the boom. So money is not an issue to buy it anymore, obviously.
3: Yeah, and I mean, what's their solution? I mean, one minute the government are saying one thing, one minute the cardi are saying another thing, one minute, oh no, it's fine, oh, we'll open up injection centres and we'll do this and we'll do that, then the next minute we haven't got enough money for treatment centres. And I mean, and down in UCC, there a couple of months ago, a couple of weeks ago, there were proposing to bring in drug testing kits like Mm -hmm. I mean I mean where
0: is the it's an absolute insanity when is it going to stop so yeah you're right on one hand the government is saying let's have a new health based approach and essentially decriminalise it they're not using those words right but on the other hand the Guardian Cork are saying our biggest problem at the moment is cocaine and it's back to boom times so we're saying we have a huge problem and how we're going to sort that problem out is we're not going to arrest people anymore
3: yeah, I just let them
0: off. yeah. should throw in the treatment. towel. Throw in the yeah. towel, yeah.
3: I mean, that's not going to solve anything. And if one more person brings up what's that model that they always keep bringing
0: up? Is yeah, it Katie, the Katie French. Katie French.
3: Or the Portuguese model. What's oh, that the, so sorry, I thought
0: you were talking about the, the model herself, who sadly oh. passed away. Oh, you're talking about the Portuguese model, which, as far as I'm concerned, doesn't work. I've read the evidence on it
3: if one more person brings that up because, you see, they have a different attitude, we can't even deal with cigarettes. But you know you know the it. line
0: they always give you from the Portuguese model? There has been less arrests for drug use in Portugal since they brought it in. And I said, of course there is because it's not a criminal offence anymore. That's why there's less arrests. So, exactly. But, but uh, if you talk to people who live on the streets, and um, they will tell you that drug use over there has got worse.
3: And I mean, what kind of a country is it like? I just heard on the news there earlier on First of all, now they have this big problem with vaping. And, yeah, fair enough, not selling vaping products to under 18-year-olds. But they want to get rid of vending machines for cigarettes. But they have no problem. They can find the money to open up an injection centre, all right, for someone to kill themselves with heroin.
0: Well, you're right. I mean, the, the the irony of this whole thing is, during the news, they're now talking about making, va- you know, flavoured vaping illegal. Illegal. Yet we want to decriminalise and taking cocaine.
3: Yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, fine. <laughs> it doesn't make a huge that's, amount of
0: sense, does it?
3: Like I said, I, I think I'm in a parallel universe. I think I'm going to go on drugs myself <laughs> at this stage.
0: I wouldn't advise that's
3: that. J- Jesus <laughs> Christ. Like, I mean, could it get any worse?
0: Let me go to Roisin. Roisin, you're on Classic Kids. Aiden, Roisin. Hello. How are you? Good. Roisin. I mean, do you believe that this is a good plan? I mean, I know it's not. They're saying it's not decriminalisation, mm-hmm. but it kind of is. No.
2: No absolute load of rubbish like we should be getting tougher we should be getting harder it's not what we're what we've done isn't working um and this is so demoralizing it's just a case of say okay well the war on drugs is lost so off we go yeah yeah stopping people off their head on drugs so you mean to say that somebody who potentially should be locked up some scumbag off his head on cocaine hits a child in his car because he chose not to have the treatment Mm-hmm. When potentially he could have been in prison and off the road and stopped being a dangerous to the rest of us.
0: Well no, I, I think if he's drug if he's drug driving, mm-hmm. he's gonna get done, by the way. Yeah. That's the same as drink driving. He will get you yeah. know if if it's proven that he's drug driving, he will be done just as he would be if he was drink driving. I well, suppose he this... a yeah, he's but no, he won't be done for he, he won't be done for being in possession of the drugs. He will That's be just what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. so
2: you're like something that could potentially then happen in the future. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know like, what you mean, yeah. 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 No, I well, don't God like, I don't like the like, idea of it all, and we're trying to raise kids, tell them that drugs are not okay.
3: Yep. Yeah. But you know God I mean? forbid, like, you should smoke a cigarette. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, I mean you're such a danger to yourself and society. Oh my god, you're going to beat yeah. up the whole family and crash your car and everything if yeah, you vape. No, oh,
0: yeah, I I I don't get it anymore. We are demonizing no. people who smoke, we're de- and by the way, rightly so to some extent, right? We're demonizing people who vape or vape flavors as it is at the moment, right? But yet we're kind of mollycoddling people who are taking cocaine and heroin. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I just don't understand the logic of this country.
2: You see, I think they don't have a choice if if they want to do this whole injection center model. Because how are people? Because the, the only thing that isn't provided is the drugs. So how can they? Would have to have an exclusion zone. They do, the have experience. That's the whole
0: idea of the law. They yeah, have to have an exclusion zone. So this,
2: the, so, so this zone. is why they have to do. This. But that that doesn't fit well with me. Like there are schools. Drugs drugs are not something that we should be ignoring the problem.
0: So what do you do if a guard stops somebody, uh, Roisin, and he has, I don't know, 50 quid's worth of cocaine in his pocket, which would be for personal use, I imagine, uh, and the guard says, you know, empty your pockets out, and there he goes, he has it. What should happen?
2: Well, I think some sort of, um, like, some sort of a record, but on A caution. A caution, and if you get caught with something else again within six months, 12 months, 18 months, something like that. You're done, and there's your record, and there's your, you know, not going to America, not getting, potentially getting the job that you want, all those things. Well, that, well that's but what that they did in the UK little.
0: in relation to cannabis, by the way. They, they reclassified cannabis, so if you have cannabis for personal use, now it is up to the police officer's discretion, but he can, and most police officers will just caution you. So, you, and now that, now caution doesn't mean he just gives you a bit of a talent off the side of the road. It does mean he writes it yeah. down and it goes into a book and you get cautioned. Officially. Well,
2: he be moralising for the, for the police force, though. Mm-hmm. So half of the people that they want to take off the streets, they're basically being told, oh, listen, don't back. well, use your discretion. And then it might go before a court and the judge will say, you see, you're setting a precedent. You can't let one person off with something and not let another person off with something.
0: Well, the new rules under the new system means that you will not be done the first time. That's just the law, right? right. You won't be done the first time. The second time you're caught, it's up to the guard's discretion. Okay. Yeah.
2: So that will be very interesting to see who the guards throw the book at and who they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and
3: you know then it'll go from the first time to the second time to the third time, and yeah. by ten years' time,
0: it'll be infinite time. Mind you, in the past, we haven't had a great record for guards using discretion, have we? Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. be <laughs> <exactly>. honest? <laughs> All right. Okay. Keep texting. Keep WhatsApping the numbers zero eight seven one double eight travel zero eight. Neve, you're on classic kids. How do you, Neve?
1: how are you?
0: Good, Neve. I mean, th- okay. So they're not decriminalising, but they kind of are. And now now we have a report out today from Cork saying, you know, we're now back to boom times when it comes to the use of cocaine. And yet on one hand, the guards are worried about it, but the government are not.
1: It was something that Roisin said there that, that struck me when she said, you know, we're bringing up kids into this. I can tell her that horse is both was Roisin because my 18-year-old came home and told me that most of her friends don't go drinking on the night out. And I thought, God, that's great. You know, they're very mature. No, they're using drugs because it's cheaper. And it gets from there quicker.
0: And what are they taking? What are, the, what are what are your, what are her friends taking?
1: They're taking cocaine. They're taking pills. They I, they don't know what they're taking. So I couldn't tell you what they're taking. They're you know. And she's God. and
0: she said most of her friends are doing that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Because yeah, because she, it's cheaper. She knows, people she knows. People she sees. She sees it every. You know. We don't live in a city. We we live down the country. You mm-hmm. know. We're we're not in Dublin. We're not in Cork. We're not in the, the these big places where. You assume all oh, this is going on. It's going on everywhere, and you know, I, I I'm lucky in a way because she she's terrified of them. She always has. She always has. It's just something she has. She just she always says she'd be the one that would take the pill that would kill her. Because that's the sort of look she has. You know, yeah. she's terrified. Of I it. was
0: that person. Back in the 90s when ecstasy was big and I was yeah, working was as a DJ like in the clubs, that. I was always, the, and my mates were all taking ecstasy. And I was always the person who said, no, if I take that, I know I'll die. Do you
1: I, remember the the Beck?
0: I know, that was a dreadful story.
1: that was out, and that was what scared the life out of me. And yeah. that was like our, our era.
0: Scared but me too. Scared a lot of people, thankfully. Are
1: scared. They're not scared, and, and they, they seem to know where to go. They seem to have, I mean, they have these people on their phones. They're ringing them up. They're coming to outside the pubs to, to give it to them. They're doing the whole, oh, you know, uh, what you seen, answer, don't worry about it. You know,
3: it's being it's it's, normalised. It's being normalised. I, I grew up in a university area, and I can tell you within the last 10 years growing up around UCC, very, very close to it, the, the carry-on that's going on at the weekends and the carry-on that goes on on a Thursday night, I can tell you it isn't alcohol. It's nothing like what I grew up with. No, you know, no. it's, it's a totally different thing altogether. Well, in, well, in
0: fairness, now, you know, I, I would be remiss of me to mention the fact that, you know, when I was 20 or 18, between 18 and 21, you know, LSD, uh, cannabis, um, grass were very common. You know, but <laughs> now, not cocaine and heroin. Them. Yeah, but you
3: weren't ordering stuff in the post, now, were no, you? No, and no, you And was your college, was your university offering you testing kits to make sure that it was safe to take? No, them, and I like, wasn't,
0: and I wasn't being offered a building where I could go in and you know take it safely or something yeah, like that. Exactly.
2: Because fear was a good thing.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, you knew, you knew at the time that if you had a five-spot of hash in your pocket, um, you know, when you were eighteen or nineteen years of age, and if the guard stopped you, you knew you were going to get prosecuted. for it, And you, there was always this thing in your mind that everyone would tell you, you'll never allow to go to America. And that was always the line. Do you remember that line? He won't ever go to America. Because but it's no, true. This
2: is, this is what my dad used to tell me. Listen, if the drugs don't kill you, I will. And genuinely, <laughs> like, we, seriously, we grew, we grew up, my dad grew up um, at the time in the, in, in the 80s where you had two and three people out of families dying. You know, we've seen an awful lot of death through drugs. And my dad, and it was hammered home. It was a conversation that was had in our house, auntie, in times. But it did work.
0: Yeah, I mean, somebody text. somebody text in and says, "Cocaine is a hundred euro a gram." I wouldn't have a clue how much it is. A hundred euro a gram. So the kids must have money to burn. But I suppose they wouldn't have to buy a hundred euros worth. No, I mean.
1: they're, they're putting their money together. I mean, if you, you, I don't know how they're doing it. But you know, the scary part is not. It's not your stereotypical gangland type individual that's turning up to deal to these kids. It's their friends. It's their their peer group. They're the ones, obviously, I don't know where they're getting it from. They're going higher up the chain. But they're the ones dealing. They're the ones they're calling. They have, you know, she was in sixth year last year. It was in the school. They weren't going out for a cigarette at lunchtime, some of them. They're going out for a joint. See,
0: the yeah. problem is, and I, I agree with both yourself, and, 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 and well, obviously with Mark as well, but certainly yourself and Roshi when you talk about kids. You know, like I have three children and I raise them. You now, I don't drink. Um and they thankfully my twenty three year old doesn't drink uh doesn't smoke he kind of very clean living right but um I raise them to you know to think that drink is unnecessary if you want to go ahead, socialize you know if that's what you want to do that's fine i don't have a huge objection to people drinking alcohol that 's what you want to do right i don't drink, but I also raise them to think that drugs are a bad thing, red light immediately right drugs are bad, drugs are bad, drugs are bad and i when I see a government decriminalizing something. It's almost giving it the green light. It takes away that I know people say, well, if it takes away the taboo, maybe they wouldn't do it. But they kind of think, well, if the government are going to decriminalise, it can't be that bad.
3: Yeah, they're normalising it. They're normalising it. And on top of that as well, there was a serious rape here over the weekend in Cork City as well. And there was this girl, she claimed that her drink was spiked. The the case is still in court. I'm not going to go into it because it still Mm. has to be decided on. Yeah, but she came. She was dragged down a lane, and she was raped by a foreign national, and blah blah blah. That doesn't matter anyway. But South Africa, and he said that seventy percent of the cases that claimed that they were spiked, that they weren't spiked at all. Well, there
0: was there was similar research come out of the UK, and it was actually a higher percentage. Um, this was in relation to rohypno, Um People who had claimed that there was rohipno put in the drink. I think there was, a, I can't remember the exact percent, it was something ridiculous, like 80 or 90% um, found no uh, legitimate kind of proof for that, I because it would be still in the bloodstream. And seemingly it stays in the bloodstream for weeks. Um, so, yeah, but that's a whole other argument. Let, okay, stay there for a second, Lance. And ladies, uh, let me just go, if I can, um, to Mark. Is it Mark or a Classic Hits? How you do, Mark? Good
4: morning. What well, good evening, though. How are you? How are you getting
0: on? Good, Mark, you're an advanced paramedic.
4: That's right, I deal with this on a daily basis, now. after uh, the last 25 years, I could say, you know, and um, I could say to say I think 50% of our call are alcohol, drug related right, in some shape or form. Mm-hmm. And uh, clearly the criminal route hasn't worked, you know, but it's not just heroin and cocaine. I mean, you've got Dahlia's, you've opted on 90s, you've Zimbabwe's, you've alcohol, you've MDMA. The list is endless, now. I mean,
0: prescription drugs being sold on the streets, yeah.
4: Yeah, you know, and then you have the case where they're mixing cocaine then with fentanyl and then they're mixing fentanyl with heroin. And, you know, but the only thing I will say is, though, uh, this, this perception, Niall, that it's all we say the
0: lower class people.
4: You'd be actually quite amazed.
0: Oh, no, it's it's it. everybody. It's professionals, <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, radio now. presenters, it's judges, yeah, it's you know, I mean, guards.
4: It's absolutely absolute, like, I mean, when we get patients now, been it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of a basic matter of our basic assessment. You know, you do the area with breathing and circulation. Oh, and by the way, what have you taken? It's not, how you taking anything? It, it, the question is, what have you taken?
0: And are you finding, like Neve said, that her 18-year-old came home and said, you know, her friends don't drink anymore. Most of them are taking drugs.
4: Absolutely. They're taking it in school. They're taking in sports. They're taking it going to school, coming home from school, um, doing it in grind. I mean, it's very concerning,
0: isn't it? I mean, I, you know, maybe I'm just I mean, naive. You know,
4: I know it's an opportunity to say, and I, don't mean to be, and I don't mean to be derogatory, but, I mean, the government have absolutely no idea of, the, of how in-depth and how intertwined drugs is in our society, both rural and urban.
0: And, and, what, and what do you think of the government's new approach? We're not going to arrest you or charge
4: you. Well, you see, the situation is, like, I feel sorry for the guys. I, I genuinely do. I mean, someone walks up and they have a bag of weed, and they have a tent but, you know, Is it
0: worth the paperwork?
4: They could have 10 or 15 calls holding. Are Mm -hmm. they going to go back to the station for three or four hours and write up a fella that has a 10 spot or has a gram of MDMA? And
0: I know 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 that seems like an awful waste of time, but they did do it in my day, Mark. I don't know how old you are, but if people were arrested with a 5 or 10 spot... Yeah, well, they—I mean, people were, in, back in the seventies and eighties, well, in the, probably the sixties and seventies. <laughs> I'm talking about myself. Um, people were arrested and people were charged with possession of cannabis or LSD or whatever it yeah, was.
4: I don't think it was as prevalent. Like I said, I'm 25 years. Well, no, there was, was only particular
0: now. drugs prevalent. Correct. Yeah. Yes. I mean, but all now, that was available really was cannabis, LSD, or you took mushrooms.
4: Correct. You know, and, it was, and then they, we had hard drugs then with cocaine and heroin. So I, heroin.
0: I never saw or heard of cocaine and heroin when I was a child. Yeah, you know. When I, when I say child, 18 or 19.
4: Well, yeah. like, what I kind of feel is, I mean, you know, with the kind of economic uh, deprivation attached to all this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, what kind of problems are we going to have in 10 years' time? I mean, clearly the criminal system hasn't worked. Obviously, the fact that drug use has increased by exponential amounts.
0: So what is look, if we're all, you know, saying that everything that we do is not working, prohibition tends not to work, although you still have to stick with it, right? Because although people say prohibition doesn't work, the Irish the Guard of Sheikhana and particularly those in the Coast Guard have been very successful in getting some big hauls coming into this country, which could have been a lot worse than it was, if you know what I mean. So what's the actual solution, Chris? Do you just ignore people on the streets who are strung out of their heads? Do you ignore kids who are being caught you know, off their uh, box. With, yeah, I mean, what do uh, you
4: do? With the, likes, with the likes of people on the street and that, what i say is that they all have a story. Every single one of them has a story. And at the end of the day, whether you're on heroin, whether you're on MDMA, whether, whether you're on cocaine, or whatever the case may be, you're a human being and you're entitled to care treatment and you're entitled know, to emotional support.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, obviously, when you when when you're stopping some, you know, when you're picking up somebody, or when I say when well, you're called to a scene, you don't discriminate against somebody because of Absolutely what they've taken. Not,
4: no, and they all have a story. Now it's amazing to listen to them, and some of their stories are quite harrowing, and some of their stories are very upsetting, and some of their stories are.
0: And what's the um, what's the age group?
4: Well, I'll put it this way: I've resuscitated eleven-year-olds with heroin overdoses. No.
0: Yeah. 11-year-olds with a heroin overdose. overdose.
4: Yeah, I've been called out to scenes where the needle is still in the mother's arm and the phone call is made by their 8-year-old son. Oh. Um, domestic violence, abuse, car accident, self-harming, uh, psychiatric illnesses. I mean, the least is, any, I, I could spend the whole day talking to you about this, Nile. <laughs> well, it's, it's
0: intriguing listening to you and, and you've just knocked me for six now when you when you talk about an 11-year-old overdosing on heroin yeah. I'm sure, Neve, that's quite shocking to you. I'm sorry, Ro, often, is Roshan, isn't it?
4: Like, we've often had shifts uh-huh. when we went. Mm. We carry the reversal and we played for Oki's.
0: But I mean, what chance, I mean, listen, you know, to what Mark is saying there, Roshi. What chance have we got in the future if we hear stories? And we've heard stories before about 11 yeah, year olds, not just, yeah. you know, overdosing, but being used as drug runners because these, you know, big shots selling their heroin can get a 10 or 11 year old to drop literally do drugs door to door because he can't be done.
2: Yeah, well, we see we need to be hitting these at risk youth much, much younger. Mm-hmm. And de- maybe, maybe de- well. First of all, there's only I think something like twelve detox beds in the whole of the city centre, and awaiting this for them. Like this is where that money should be going. Mandatory detox, mandatory. De- at least then we can say we gave it a shot. We gave them the shot.
0: Okay, well, I've got to take a break. Stay there for a second. Uh, Senator Jerry Buttermore, by the way. Oh, I'll come. I'll come back to that in a few minutes. Sorry, um, I'm going to go to Chris after the break. he can keep texting. Uh, the number is oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. I right, just reading the news there. Senator Jerry Buttermore is calling for parenting classes of young offenders. Uh, so we been on to Jerry, and hopefully we'll have him on the show tomorrow to clarify that and talk about it. Okay, let me get back to this, uh, the, the drugs. Uh, stay there, please, Mark. It's interesting talking to you. Chris, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Chris? I was going, Good. I mean, uh, we, we started all the conversation because the, the Guardian Cork are obviously concerned about the use in Cork, but I think this is kind of nationwide, isn't
5: it? It is. Very much
0: so. Okay, but you have a personal experience.
5: Well... In 2006, I used to live in Cork, and we moved to Kerry. And I was up in Cork last week for personal reasons, and I was on the bus from, down from Mayfield into the city,
4: and there was a fellow behind
5: me, and he was openly making a deal for ice on the bus, and he rang a fellow from that was in Mallow, and said that he'd be down to him with five, five bags of ice, and that he was on his way into
0: Cork to collect it. And he was on the bus, openly He dealing. was on the bus. Open it in it, yeah, yeah see, can, I, I don't know what you down down. do. I don't know what you do about that. I mean, you know, do we have an obligation as citizens to report that to the guards, or what, what's our job? Do we have an, some sort of obligation to say anything? I suppose the fear is if you say aren't you get a hiding.
5: Well, well, being honest, I wasn't going getting
0: after bus and following them. No, no, of course, of course not. It's not your job to be a detective either, Chris. No, it's not. But I mean, Mark. I mean, are you still there, Mark? I am indeed, yeah. Yeah, ice is a huge problem. Something that we see, you know, and, you know, um, what do you call it, Breaking Bad and all those kind of programs. We don't think it's on our shores, but it is.
4: Oh, it is. And, you know, and so is crack cocaine. I mean, you know, it's kind of glamorized to a certain extent. But I think what, I mean, like, uh, the key to this, I think, is education. You know, because uh, in fairness, when we get called out asked to overdoses, and patients are unresponsive, or they're bloody or they've problems with their airway. Their friends tend to be very honest with us. You know, they'll openly tell us they've taken, you know, a few lines of cocaine. They've taken some MDMA. They've taken some Zimmo, They've taken some Valium, or whatever the case may be. What What are
0: Zimos, by the way?
4: A well, Zimovane is a sleeping tablet and it's kind of used, if you can't get a hit, it can be used to kind of sedate you for a small little bit. Right, okay. But they are part of the end for the you know. Right, okay, okay. But, um, but again, like, I know it's not like a drug dealer here, but... I mean, and what's, 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 the, what's
0: the solution? So if you arrive on the scene and obviously there's certain things you don't want to tell me, and I don't, I don't want you to obviously identify anybody, but what? So you arrive on the scene and somebody tells you they're after to in, you know, a packet of Zimos, or they're, they're overdosing on... I don't know tablets of some description. What's the first thing you want to make them do? Is it is it to vomit?
4: Well, no, no. Well, the first thing we do is we treat them with a bit of care, and a bit of courtesy, and a lot of understanding. You know. Yeah, of, well, obviously, so they yeah. Have a story, you know. The second thing is they would do a primary assessment to make sure that they've no life threatening injuries. You know, um, like because like we carry a reversal agent called Narcan. Now we carry eight of those vials in our in, what, in our bags. I've done many a shift now where I find out of the have reversal agent and I've had to go and we've had two or three
0: so what is that is that like an antidote so to speak
4: it's an antidote yeah it prevents the opiate from causing any further harm but so if you take too much opiates, it'll cause actually depression.
0: And yeah. and if somebody has just taken, you know, a bottle of paracetamol or something like that, is just advice for people listening that if a friend does it or if somebody tells you, listen, I've just taken, uh, you know, emptied the whole bottle of paracetamol down my throat, what is the best thing to do? Is it to make them vomit? That was always the way, isn't it? You were told, ah, well, make them vomit. The,
4: ways, the best way to do that is the likes of paracetamol. And we meet this a lot, now. You know, play things with social media. You have a young girl or young boy that goes out on a Friday night, okay? And they have a row with a boyfriend or a row with a girlfriend or whatever the case may be, and they take, and they take twenty four and they take twenty four uh, paracetamol with some alcohol. They wake up the following morning and they think they're fine, and they and they're feeling very sick, and they think it's they, and they think it's because of the, hangover. the hangover. Yeah, we then get a, we then get, we then get a call then on the Sunday morning because once twelve hours goes past after taking a paracetamol after taking a paracetamol overdose, you can have a detrimental effect on the function of your liver. So we arrive then on the Sunday morning, which is twenty eight to thirty six hours after the event. And they're complaining of abdominal pains or vomiting and whatever the case may be. And it's the only when we actually sit down and talk to them. And then they tell us, oh, by the way, I took 24 paracetamol on Friday night because I'd either out with the girlfriend or out with the boyfriend or I got bullied. Yeah, but it's all right, right now. Yeah. But at that stage, the damage is done. Once 12 hours pass with a paracetamol overdose, it has a detrimental effect on the liver.
0: And is is that fatal?
4: Yeah. It potentially
0: can be yeah okay okay, yeah. okay. okay. all right okay okay but hang on and please take me, Roshan, as well, because I want to go to Chris um is yeah, uh, no not Chris, I have to go to Kieran. sorry, Kieran. Kieran, you're on classic kids, Kieran, you support full decriminalization
6: yeah, absolutely, hundred percent, uh Niall, you were saying there about what what steps we can take we we've we tried prohibition, we've tried the war on drugs, something we haven't done, and something that's possibly a radical idea, I don't think it's radical, but, but a lot of people will, is decriminalisation. Not, not legalisation, by the way, and it's very important to differentiate between the two.
0: What really is the difference?
6: Well, legalization means. No, um, well, I mean practically.
0: Situation. I know, I know, def- <laughs> the d- definition of those two words. But practically, what is the difference? The difference is well. The main thing is you don't get into trouble for taking it for personal use, well, isn't it? Well, you
6: it? see, well, well there, there is that, and I suppose the point that you're missing is it's it, it's what if it, I don't know if you've brought up the, the, the Portugal model. Oh,
0: so I knew somebody would say that. Now they, you know. By the way, I've done. Well, of, I, I, my uh, point. well okay. Well, before make you point. make your point. I've done a lot of research into the Portugal model, right? Portuguese model, and they do it in other countries too, right? Not just in Portugal, by the way, but it's always the one that's brought up, right? And depending and they, on they, who...
6: They were the trailblazers. They were the
0: trailblazers. Okay, but well, you can call them trailblazers, but depending on who you listen to, and depending on who, you know, in the debate, which part of the argument you listen to, and what stats you're using, there's an argument to say it hasn't been successful. In fact, it has made matters worse. Yes, drug-related crime is down, but the reason drug-related crime is down is because people aren't arrested anymore for drugs.
6: Uh, well, that wasn't the point I was going to make. Okay, but go the point I was actually the point I was trying to make was what they do in Portugal is they treat it uh, like uh, like a uh, healthcare. So when someone is picked up with drugs, now by the way, if you're picked up for a third time, you're still criminally prosecuted.
0: Yeah, the same as the, what they want. It's the same as they want to do over here next year.
6: Well, no, no, it's not the same because again, I'm trying to make this point, Niall, it's, that it's what they do after is that they don't just give you a wrap in the knuckles, take your take your narcs and, and send you on your way you then have to go in and you have to meet with a healthcare professional, you have to meet with a um, social worker, and you have to engage with the process in order to not get the criminal record. If you're not willing to engage with the process, well then yes, you do get the criminal record. And that's a very, very important point. Because in this country we're treating addicts, uh, we treat all addicts like criminals. Whereas what you should be doing is treating like, uh, I mean we don't don't treat gamblers, gambling addicts like criminals. We don't treat uh, alcoholics like criminals but we treat drug addicts like criminals. So what happens is, in Portugal, you have to engage in a process where you go through um, uh, meetings and various steps with, again, social workers, healthcare professionals, and they try and then uh, ask, you know, why are you taking the drugs? What are you getting out of it? A lot of people are out of the system, and, and the way, or the way they, they try and dress up in Portugal is that you get them into the system, they get used to meeting with a social worker, they get used to meeting with a healthcare professional, and they can start asking for, for, for help or start taking steps to get on the road to recovery. And is that
0: the type of system you'd like to see here?
6: Absolutely. And again, that, that's the point I wanted to make about Portugal. It's not so much about the, 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 the decriminalisation. It's what happens after, and it's the care that each individual is offered Again, if they don't avail of that care or that support, then they do. It's the normal channels and they get the criminal Okay, treatment.
0: well, to we'll, we'll clarify, yes, what they're talking about here next year is a health-based approach where the first time you're caught uh, under the system, um, the guardian will, will take possession of the drugs for personal use and you'll be referred to health intervention. I don't even know what that means because they haven't highlighted exactly what it means. The second time you're caught, it's up to the guardian's discretion, but he may divert you back to health intervention. Uh, I mean, Roisin, you've listened to what Kieran has to say. Does it make sense or do you think it'll make matters worse? Sorry, I've a last question. Oh yeah. Sorry. Mark, are you still there? I'm still here. Yeah, no. okay, so you're at the cold face. You you listen to what Kieran is saying. Decriminalisation but but obviously yeah. with a with a positive approach.
4: But the problem with that is I, I mean again, now I'm basing this fury on my experience. I've no I have no statistical data to back this up. But the likes of the government are gonna to have to start being honest. Like for example, if we bring a patient into A and E with a stab wound, right? Okay. Um he's treated as a stab wound, There's no mention of his drug intake. If we've taken someone into A and E from a car accident, He's brought in and treated for the injuries he's received from the car accident. So the data, so the, I mean, the like, um, the, the government departments are going to have to start being honest with the level, uh, with the level and exposure of what's out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get drugs easier in prison than you can on the street now.
0: Well, I mean, it's a, I mean, Ciaran, it's a bigger problem than we think it is. It's not well, do you,
4: know it's biggest, do you know what our biggest,
6: our biggest problem is, no Alcohol. Oh, well, I, well, I'm well aware of that, yeah. And, and, yeah. But that's a legal drug, and I've heard people coming on making points. I, I'm pretty sure I heard you say a couple of weeks ago that you don't drink. So, I don't, know. Well, 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 you see, that's fair enough, but I've often met people, uh, and they'd look down your nose if someone's taking a, a couple of yolks at a music festival going, oh my God, I can't believe you're taking ecstasy. But they've no bother swilling half a bottle of vodka. And I can tell you, the worst drug out there. But yeah but, they, miles, yeah, but there's very very few alcohol. people
0: who drink alcohol, drink half bottles of vodka, right? Whereas the majority by of people walking,
6: who take... walk into the city. Well, no, 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 no okay. Ice let's, ice. okay, but let's
0: be fair. There's a huge difference, and you used ecstasy as an example, right? People have died from ecstasy, by the way, as well. Uh, very but, few,
6: very few. Okay, they've, but, died from PM, they've died from PMPA, which is dressed up as ecstasy. It's been okay. sold as ecstasy, but they haven't died of MDMA. But
0: there's nothing... So there's I mean, Karen, would you agree with me, right, that there's nothing positive about drugs?
6: No, there's loads of
0: positive about drugs. See, see, well, then I'm, I'm I'm fighting a losing battle with you, Kieran. Am I? I, I'm just, but, but
6: it's, it's, it's my opinion. Look, oh, no, no, no you're, into- your- no, you're
0: By the way, you're, t- you're absolutely entitled to your view and your opinion, and I and I'm not taking. Uh, you know, you have. I'm giving you the full respect of freedom it, it, of speech. It, 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 but but I I I don't agree with you. I don't see anything in society positive about drugs. Do
6: you include alcohol
0: in that? I well, alcohol abuse, yes.
6: Well, now, and by the way, more people, I mean, style. we focus no, on no, smoking cigarettes. Are you, you're right. Of
0: it's course illegal. it is. And I'm not disagreeing with you, Kieran. And, and alcohol in this country, for example, for example, we focus very much on smoking and, you know, and demonising smokers, whereas alcohol directly and indirectly kills more people. I completely yeah. agree with you. Yeah,
6: and, and, and the cost of the state, the societal effects that it has. Look it at the societal absolute... effects
0: of drugs. Correct. But
6: I will just make one, one brief point. There's, there's, um, the, your, your last caller said about the government being honest.
0: Mark, there's a, yeah. There's
6: a yeah. there's a professor called Professor David Nutt. I don't know if you've ever heard of him before.
0: He's mm-hmm. a
6: former drugs advisor under David Cameron uh, to the British government. Now, he was tasked to research uh, ecstasy and when he did his report, he's now the head of neuroscience or neurology at Oxford University. When he did his report, his report came out to say that actually pure MDMA was actually safe and he referenced it to horse riding and he said basically it's more dangerous based on my study and he was completely uh, impartial he said it's actually probably more dangerous to horse ride more people in and around the same people would take ecstasy in the UK than horse ride every every uh, weekend in the UK and there's more fatalities and injuries caused from people horse riding what did the government do? they fired them we don't it's like
0: your opinion because. Nice. Okay, okay, well, well but Mark, I know you want to say something in relation to that. I have to take a break and I'm going to let you come straight back and say it after the break, alright? So please save me. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is zero eight. No, I was very interested in what Kieran had to say up to the point where he said that put, drugs can be positive. Well, I'm very interested in what he has to say, too. I don't have to agree with him, by the way. I don't believe there's anything positive about drugs in society. I want to go to Seamus in a second, but just before I do that, I want to Mark just to respond to what Kira was saying. Now I know Kira mentioned that he believes there's positives in drug taking, um, and you wanted to respond to what he said, Mark. Sorry, go ahead.
4: Did uh, you know uh, what, as that gentleman said before me, he was saying about all these studies. Yes, there is what he is correct in that sense. There is a huge amount of studies out there. But all these studies are based on one person taking one particular drug with a particular concentration. I'll just take cocaine, for example. A street deal of cocaine at best is 30%. At best. It can be mixed with lignocaine. Lignocaine is an anti-rhythmic agent and it's also an anesthetic. So if you mix if you mix cocaine with beginning again, it's going to numb your nose.
0: But the point that, that, that he's making it. is, if it was decriminalised and regulated, that it would be, I suppose, imported. I I, I don't know what the ultimate, uh, you know, uh, regulation would be. Would the government sell it? Would it be sold in pharmacies? If it was it would be regulated and would have to be pure I think that's the point he's making
6: but that, that's legalisation as opposed to decriminalisation yeah, mm, okay. no
4: matter what drugs is taken the fact of the matter is before we address any issue the first we have to is we have to admit that there's a problem and there's a huge problem currently in Ireland with taking drugs and polypharmacy of every type well of I mean
0: he's right in what he says in relation to alcohol alcohol is so damaging to society in relation to domestic violence and crime and everything else that goes along with it because they're all part and parcel of alcohol taking but I mean I, I can't see how that's even an argument you know in support of decriminalising drugs because I don't want to see another problem but we'll, we'll stay there because uh, Kieran, I know Seamus wants to say something to you Seamus you're on Seamus, Seamus.
5: How you doing, how's it going just firstly um, just listening to that mopus uh, Kieran. Kieran. Um, <laughs> he sounds like a two year old in a sweet shop trying to justify to his mother why, uh, why, why uh, I don't know gun stoppers or gob stoppers are good for dinner it's, uh, he should just go off to Phoenix Hill and join them and head off with the New Nazis and kiss Bernier's ass because that's what the rest of them are doing when they try to pull out stunts like this for society Varadkar, Harris, and i said it multiple times in your show because I think some of you agree. Veradkar and Harris and Colvney and that fellow, Alan Murphy, don't give two tosses about the young Irish people in this country. And they're pushing any policy that is in line with the rest of Europe, forgetting that every country in Europe has a different form of culture internally. They don't care. Um, it's sad. Uh, just even listening to the topic and listening to these ideas being brought up in the first place, you know, a hard drug of any kind. I mean, if you get twice with a hard drug of any kind, oh, uh, if you did, uh, I think the, the have immediate a great night.
0: The devastation... Sorry, sorry, Kieran, what are you trying to say to him?
5: you Have a great night. Kieran's a Muppet.
0: Yeah, that's it. Now, the the greatest respect, Ciaran, that's a bit childish, isn't it?
5: He's,
0: he's a, a Muppet. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> he obviously doesn't listen to the show that often. He's I mean, he doesn't He doesn't agree with you clearly, right? He's a Muppet. Ask
6: him, do you drink alcohol? You ask him. Uh, well, do you drink alcohol?
0: No, I well, Have well, well hey, he's asked you a question, Seamus. Do you drink alcohol?
6: If you do, your argument is bankrupt. You're talking out your argument.
0: Tear Teary on. is one of these. On. You sound like a two-year-old in a street shop, and it disappoints his on mother that going uh, to uh, is, is a good idea for dinner. Okay, okay. Let, let, him, let him, let him, let him reply to you.
6: Alcohol is legal. That is the only difference. In fact, there's one other difference. Alcohol is far worse for you.
0: Alco- no, you, you, alcohol. Hang on, with the greatest respect, on alcohol is not far worse if, than drink if you're drinking it socially and properly and not abusing it. I don't personally drink, so no, it doesn't it bother me well, in the slightest, but the majority of people don't abuse alcohol. A lot of people do, but the majority don't.
4: I, 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 I will
5: agree I'll, to disagree on that. Uh, mm. I'll I'll please can please i just make one other point, based on you actually brought up. Yeah. Um, that is basically, this. you know, it's the government, dog, just going back to the original point and the topic itself, it's the government's offloading their own problems as well and cooking up statistics for down the road when election time comes. You know, this idea of thinking, oh, there's less arrests, as you put, quite frankly put it, there's less arrests because they can't actually arrest people. Mm-hmm. You know, they're endorsing laws that are defunct of society. They're selling Irish people out to the, and the Irish state out to Europe, out to Brussels. Everything is run out there because Brad Pitt and co. are just looking after themselves while well, the, the wealth of Fine Gael in society. Just benefit and the rest. I mean, look at the state of the country. I mean, I mean, mãe- Kieran, when,
0: when we listen this morning to some them, this top story from Cork, where guards are concerned that the problem is as big as it was in boom times, we have to be concerned. No, I mean, but, well,
2: but, well but hang no, on, we'll let, let Kieran
0: answer. Sorry, going. Yeah, I, I, like, I, like, oh, look, all jokes aside, right? There's, there's obviously there's,
6: there's pros and cons to everything. Do you Reden. take drugs?
0: No, Can't no, be. No. take not,
6: drugs anymore.
0: Not, not, not anymore. But you, but you did.
6: Yes, I did. Yes, yes, yes. And what
0: what would you have taken? Just marijuana?
6: Weed and pills. Weed and pills was always my... Ecstasy. Right, okay. Ecstasy, yeah. Sorry, when I say that. Ecstasy, yeah. Okay. You know, like... It, 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 but you're di- you, you know, you're
0: dicing with death, you know, I mean, that's, your own, that's right. your own business, you know what I mean?
6: But you see, the uh, thing is, you think you're dicing
0: with death, but you're not. You d- you with know, well, the greatest respect here on you, I, it's not that I don't know what I'm talking about. Between the age of 18 and 21, you know, I took LSD, I took mushrooms, I smoked ha- uh, hash, resin, all that kind of stuff. I did all that between 18 and 21. Then I grew up.
6: Yeah, same as myself, same as myself. Okay, so well, then why are
0: you uh, advocating it? because uh,
6: an individual make a choice that they're young, free and they want to do whatever they want to uh, do Well, their own it. Body. Well, th-
0: we, have a, we have an obligation to protect young people and protect people like me from making fools of themselves very, qu- yeah. very quickly Seamus because I have only 10 seconds go ahead
5: alright go on just quickly I'll just reiterate it again Fianna Gale don't care about anybody they're endorsed these laws because they just want to do what Europe tells us to do the sooner they're out of power the better and people better remember that when they start throwing monkey nuts this is all coming from a person who said to your young know, Irish people a few years ago go move them with your parents uh, mm-hmm. asking for curtains okay. or leave the country. They don't care about you. And for, as for Kieran again, I'll say it. He's just akin to the Fianaghail and the two-year-old in the sweet shop trying to just to his mother.
0: All right, so okay. okay. Times up. Times up, Shame. Sorry, I have to. I have to let you go. Thanks. We little, listen. We'll try and continue that conversation tonight after nine o'clock. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award-winning Niall Boylan show.
1: Classic. Hit.